Well, I've got to come up with an appropriate punishment for myself. Hey, it's Shane here. 318 Radio is on the air. Now, before I get started into what I'm going to talk about, man, how cool was that little uh, music, 318 Radio Music by by Nick Diaz of Knots? I just got to say thank you so, so, so much for that. Um, that is amazing. I wish I could return the favor. Um, I'm just not talented enough, but I am thankful and grateful for that because uh, that just made my day. That made my day yesterday to find that in my in my inbox, in my call-in box. So, couldn't wait to play it this morning. Thank you again, Nick Diaz of Knots. You are the man. Now, like I mentioned at the start here, um, I really need to find a way to punish myself. I know, I know we're supposed to be nice to ourselves and, and, and talk nice to ourselves and believe in ourselves, things like that, but no, today I just need a way to just punish myself. I don't know if I can if I can go outside, go old school, go outside and get a switch and I don't know if that would work on, you know, if I could get myself with a switch. Um How can I what's an appropriate way? Can I put myself in timeout? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I maybe I'll take uh, No, I know what I'll do. Okay. Today, I get 15 minutes less video game time. I get 15 minutes taken away from my video game time, which is going to put my video game time total for the day at negative 15 minutes. So that's not going to work either. So here's what I did. I don't have to tell you what I did. You know what I did, because I do it all the time. I made segments yesterday with the full intention of turning them into an episode and I forgot! I forgot again! How ridiculous is that? How easy is it just to remember to turn your stuff into an episode? Oh, man. Okay, I'm not going to do this very often, but y'all please call in and uh, and berate me. Just, it'll make me feel better. Just, just call in and tell me I need to step my game up or, or something like that. Uh, Oh man, I can't believe I did that. Okay, uh, I don't want to post a whole bunch of stuff from yesterday. Not today, uh, anyway. So I think I'll wait till this weekend and probably just repost it and turn it into an episode when I'm not usually on anyway. So, <clears throat> yeah, I guess that's what I'll do. In the meantime, I'm trying to think of an appropriate punishment for myself. Maybe I'll stomp on my own foot. I don't know. I don't know if I got the guts for that. Okay, so I know my voice sounds really rough this morning. I probably sound very tired, and that's because I am very tired. Um, our our youngest daughter, who is uh, two months, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, whoa, no, whoa, two years and uh, 
like not quite two and a half yet we'll say two years and four months old something like that um, she has some problems sleeping at night now that can be a normal thing for a kid her age um, but she also has some other challenges I haven't really talked about this on anchor yet although uh, I'm, I'm planning to I did talk about it a little bit in my interview with KT um, that she's just kind of had some developmental issues and uh, that we've identified some issues with her speech and uh, language and uh, things like that um, so we're working with with a doctor to get some type of official diagnosis we're thinking she may be somewhere on the uh, the autism spectrum uh, somewhere on there probably probably more of a mild case is what we're thinking um, so but but one of the uh, things that she does is sometimes she'll just randomly wake up at two in the morning three in the morning and just be wide awake completely wide awake wired not going back to sleep for anything and so another thing she likes to do is anything that's dangerous like climb uh, anything she can climb anything she could uh, any type of danger she can get involved in she she will get involved in it so it's not like we can let her run around while we're asleep if she wakes up uh, one of us has to be awake and we kinda took shifts last night so I am a little tired this morning um, yeah I am a little tired this morning but you know uh, gotta go on with the day I am thankful though I have a flexible job where I can you know if I have one of these nights I can start work a little bit late and that's what I'm doing today so uh, so that's kinda worked out really well but anyway um, if you are a person of faith please remember us and little Carly in your prayers um, because you know it can be a little trying at times especially uh, when there's sleep deprivation involved so yeah I'm a little tired today so just forgive my voice Alright, I am very excited though for this this episode, this show, whatever you want to call it. I think it's going to be great today uh, because I've got some call-ins and those always make the show better. Um, nobody wants to hear me sit here and ramble for 20 minutes. Go ahead and clap, that's fine. Um, but it's good when I have some call-ins, we can have some back and forth and I think that makes it uh, makes it easier for me for one thing and uh, makes it more fun so I'm looking forward to the rest of this episode before I get to those call-ins uh, one other thing that I want to talk about I'm gonna ask for your support right now because I'm trying to start smoking and you know I know a lot of people try to start and they just have a really hard time and it's not easy, you know. I've tried to start before and I, it just never sticks. So I'm trying to start smoking and I think the best way to do it is not just to try to start cold turkey. But I'm going to start with the gum, the nicotine gum. And I'm going to work myself up to the patch. And then hopefully work myself up to the actual 
cigarettes. So, I know it's something that I just have to do. I just have to have the willpower to just do it. Um, but, but your support on this issue would be greatly appreciated. Alright, look, I know I don't have to say this, or at least I don't like to say this, or I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but that last segment, it was just a joke. I'm not really trying to start smoking. Um, just being facetious. Goofing around, and I definitely don't want to make light of anyone who really is trying to quit smoking. I have uh, close people who are close to me who are are struggling with that. So I don't, you know, it's not that I'm making light of that in any way. Um, I did want to kind of post something, something facetious like that, so that I could talk about another, another point, and that is how risky it is to joke or be sarcastic or anything like that on social media. So I want to talk about that in the next segment. Yes, it is risky to joke, and I mean risky is a relative term, right? But it's a little bit of a risk that you're taking if you post something on Facebook or Instagram or whatever and you're posting it in a joking manner or you're being sarcastic or or something like that. Um, I have found that that is a risky thing to do, especially... Now, it may not be as, as risky on Anchor because you can hear somebody's voice, you can tell they're joking or, or whatever, um, but you don't get those tones just in, in text, you know, if it's just in text. So things like Facebook, um, Instagram, any, any of that stuff where you're just posting some, some text as a joke, it can be risky. And the risk, when I say risky, <clears throat> so the risk is that many of the people who follow you or who see the post are going to think you're serious or not going to get it. And I saw that happen, I've seen it happen a lot, but I saw that happen to a friend of mine a few days ago uh, when we had snow here. So here's what he did. I thought it was funny, um, but we had a blanket of snow basically across the whole southeast. Um, just, just a whole blanket of snow. Some places got like an inch, some places got like three, four inches. And where we're at, we got like three or four inches. Um, but a friend of mine posted a picture on Facebook of his house, and it said, the kids are really disappointed, everyone else got snow, we didn't get any. And it was a picture of his house, which clearly was a picture of his house during the summertime, like an old picture of his house from summertime. I mean, the grass is high, the trees are, are green and, and lush, and uh, I mean, just right off the bat, I could tell this was not a picture that he took you know today um, but then I you know I go to respond in the comments and I see people responding in the comments like oh no that's so sad and, and you know who really think that he really seriously is the only house in the whole southeast United States who did not get any snow and who also has green trees and green grass and you know that that same thing has happened to me before and bless their heart, it's usually the older people who who are uh, not don't really get in on the joke. Um, and you know, because that happens to me quite a bit, 
there's times I want to post something on Facebook and I'm like, no, nah, I'm not going to post that because I don't want to get those comments from people who think I'm being serious. Is that something you've ever dealt with? Um, I don't know. I feel like it's easier here on Anchor. I'm more comfortable doing it here on Anchor because, uh, because obviously if you've listened to me, you can, you can get it. You know, I'm joking. All right, I'm back, and let's get to some of these call-ins, uh, because some of these are really funny, really good, and I want to respond to them all. So, first call-in here is from 12-year-old Kev. Hey, man, Shane, it's, it's 12-year-old Kev, man. Don't do that smoking. No good, no good. Think about your kids and think about the great people around you. And you wouldn't want to be a bad influence to the youth either. All right, 12-year-old Kev signing off. Keep it easy, my friend. Hey, 12-year-old Kev, thanks for that call-in. Uh, well, if you knew my kids, you would understand why I want to start smoking. Talk to you later, 12-year-old Kev. Be good. So yesterday I mentioned that I'm going to try to record every day, at least every day this this week, Monday through Friday. Um, even if I have to force myself to talk about something mundane something like uh well q-tips and uh well just listen to this calling hey shane i'm just uh responding to the segment anchor flow and baby names i think i'm going to join you on this pursuit of posting something every day if it, even if it's just a little bit and you know what why not let's talk about q-tips in fact i'm going to grab one now what kind do you use my box here i have like 500 in here how many Q-tips are in your box, and uh, where do you keep your Q-tips, and how often do you use Q-tips, and do you use them outside of what they recommend, because they know we put them in our ears, and we're not supposed to. I'm anchoring on the right side right now, and I'm Q-tipping on the left, and by the way, that is official Q-tipping. It's the act of using a Q-tip in your ear that you're not supposed to use in your ear. There's a pretty cool Q-tip alternative I found at like a health food store. It's like these wax tubes and you put it to your ear and you light the end of it. Sounds kind of crazy, but it melts the wax in your ear, which is kind of cool. Okay, so there's a lot to talk about there. Wow, we're really getting down to the uh, to the meat and potatoes of Q-tips here. What brand do I use? Well, it's interesting because we're saying Q-tip, but that's an actual brand and... I don't think we have actual Q-tip brand Q-tips. So we have a brand called Equate, which you're probably familiar with if you've ever been to a Walmart. And Alfred, I listen to you enough to know you're always in Walmart. So yeah, Equate brand. Um, how many do I have in my box? Well, that's the thing about Q-tips is that it may say 500 on the outside or 100 or whatever it says, but actually Q-tips are limitless. They never run out. I don't know if you know that, but you can use as many as you want and the box will always be full um, never have to buy another box there it's it's a limitless supply in each box so then where do we keep them that's that's funny because yesterday for some reason their box was sitting here on my work desk um, and now they're not so I don't know what happened to the q-tips um, but they're gone uh, normally I guess we would keep them in the bathroom somewhere uh, now, how often do I use Q-tips? Anytime I see a Q-tip, anytime I see the box, I grab one. Um, 
I don't know why, but my favorite time to use it is like after a shower. Uh, I think it's most effective if there's a little moisture there. Um, and this is funny, but I never knew this until you call in that it does say on the box that you're not supposed to put these in your ear, which was amazing to me when I read that on the box that they tell you not to put it in your ear because do you know how many boxes of Q-tips they would sell? if people didn't put them in their ear zero they would not sell any q-tips they would not be a thing so uh... yeah there's pictures on the front of the box of people like painting their nails with them or whatever but no that's not reality they're for ears people and as far as lighting something on fire and putting it in your ear i will say that you are a braver man than me uh... because i don't i don't Hmm, I'm, that might be a bridge too far. Uh, I mean, I'd like to watch somebody do it, which I'm sure I could find a video on YouTube of somebody doing that. Maybe I'll look that up next. But, uh, but yeah, so, yeah, Q-tips. I love Q-tips, even though I don't get the Q-tip brand, typically. I guess I don't buy them anyway. My wife buys them. Uh, yeah, see, we can talk about Q-tips. Why not? Q-tipping. Q-tipping is what we're really what we're talking about. So, yeah. Um, so those are just a few of my thoughts there on Q-tips and Q-tipping. Once upon a time, my wife was pregnant with my now six-year-old son, and we didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl, and I didn't want to make my son a third because I'm Alfred Moses da Costa the second, which is, you know, maybe a junior if you wanted to be that way, but I never know the difference between the two. But I didn't want to, you know, like burden my son with that, especially since my father didn't really leave a fantastic legacy. So I got creative with it and call him Moses Alfred DaCosta instead of Alfred Moses DaCosta. At that point, we didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. We decided if it was a girl, we would have the name Rose incorporated since her name is Rose and we came up with Layla Rose. So we're watching American Idol. This guy comes out. He's in tears. He's happy. His wife, his wife is having a kid and he's going to name it Layla Rose. I'm like, bruh. Anyhow, I would like to talk to you about naming your kids lame names because there are people that do things like that, but they have to wear and bear these names for the rest of their lives, and so they probably live up to that name. Okay, a couple things here. Um, first of all, about people, you know, the, the juniors, seconds, and thirds, and things like that. I'm not a big um, fan of that. We didn't go with the, I didn't name my first son after me, and, uh, not going to do that with this one. I feel like some guy came up with that in a moment of extreme, extremely lazy inspiration. Uh, where like his wife was like, hey, we got to come up with a name for the baby. And, and he was just like wanting to do something else. And he was like, hey, why don't we just name him the same name as me? And then she was like, well, how will we tell you apart? And then he was like, well, just add junior on the end or something and for some reason the woman did not discern that he was just having a lazy moment and went with it so uh yeah i, I don't know um definitely well we have talked about maybe giving uh giving this kid the middle name shane but just on the middle name only uh i don't think we're gonna do that though um at this point, we've talked about pretty much everything as far as the name goes. 
Funny that you mentioned the name uh, Rose, because that's the middle name of my uh, second child, my oldest daughter. That's her middle name, and also my mother-in-law's name. So, um, yeah, I like that name. But it is weird how certain things can just ruin certain names for you. Either you know somebody with that name, or maybe you have somebody close to you, and they, or, or somebody that you know, an acquaintance that has a kid who has that name, and you're like, well, that's just, you know, I don't want to name them the same name as that other kid. And so, yeah, certain names can just be ruined. It could be a perfectly good name, but it's just ruined because you know somebody with that name or you know a kid with that name, and you just have to move on. And at some point, maybe we have to come to the realization we've just had too many kids and we just have run out of names completely. So that could be what's going on also. Different circles, different cultures, people do name their kids based on the moment or what they're feeling or in in our culture today some people name their kids based on whether they're high or whether they're super sad or just simply based on what you look like uh, exhibit a when you're high there's this guy he was a music artist named his kid moon unit frank zappa is what his name is when you're sad my aunt's friends uncle's cousin's brother named their kid Dolores because she Dolores in English means pain and so I guess she came out painful but don't they all come out painful and finally what you look like my wife is from El Salvador at least her parents are from there and the common thing to do instead of just outright making fun of you they nickname you what you look like and my father-in-law looks like a rooster thinks if you have like an impediment though because like this one guy they call him Serquita which is like short circuit because he stutters which is totally rude. Yeah, see, I think this is how babies used to be named, and maybe we need to go back to that. Like, give a name that has some real meaning, not some meaning that you found in, like, in a, in a book or something. Like, So, you know, Alfred, I'm sure you're familiar with a couple of guys in the Bible. There was this guy named Jacob, which, you know, these parents named their kid Jacob, which means deceiver. Um... It's like, wow, who would ever name their kid Deceiver nowadays? But they, they named him that, or Trickster, or, you know, whatever interpretation you want to use there. And, but then the other one that I remember from, from the Bible is uh, this guy. So I, I'm trying to do this from memory. I believe it was when the Ark of the Covenant was captured in battle uh, by the Philistines. And this woman had a baby, and she named him Ichabod, which means... The presence of God has departed, or the glory of God has departed. Um, I, I think people used to name their kids very practically, and now they don't do that anymore, and maybe we just need to go back to that. So, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm sure there's other examples in the Bible where somebody gave their, their child a meaningful name, but there's also plenty of examples where people just gave their kid a name just because of something that happened, or... Or whatever it was, so um, I kind of want to go back to that. You know, I think it'd be interesting. Uh, your name could tell more of a story about who you were. Um, I think that'd be neat. But then I don't, I don't really like when parents just name their kid something off the wall just to name them something off the wall. You know, just for no reason. Uh, which we see that with a lot of celebrities, it seems like. But yeah. Uh, Maybe we can bring back the trend of having meaningful names. I mean real meaningful names, not book meaningful names. 
Now, if we were going to do this with with this kid, um, I mentioned the name Omega. Um, also, if we could come up with some kind of name that means uh, never trust a menstrual cycle app. Um, if we could come up with a name that means that, that would work. Um, just something along those lines, maybe. I think that'd be uh, that'd be pretty cool. Hey Shane, just calling in to berate you. I was in the process of making an episode, and what you have done has affected my station as I was going to clip that segment that you talked about anchoring every day, and I put someone on there that does anchor every day, and I was going to put your clip, but it fell off the edge of anchor, so I don't know an appropriate way to berate you, but I'll just say, badly done. Badly, badly done, Shane. No more claps. I'm not going to clap for you on this this time. Yeah, maybe that, maybe that will teach you to not not make an episode because you're affecting us all with your poor decisions. No claps for the rest of the day. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm sorry. Okay, I accept that. I think that is a reasonable punishment. And anyone else who heard that segment, uh, please do not give me any more claps today. I don't deserve any more claps today. If you've already clapped, that's okay. You didn't know any better. Um, but at least for the next 24 hours, no claps for me. I, uh, I need to be punished so I don't keep repeating my mistake. And thank you for that merciful, merciful judgment, Alfred. Oh, snap. I got a call in from my sister-in-law who's putting my brother on blast for the amount of Q-tips he uses. This is awesome. Hey, Shane, it's Joni. I was uh, just calling in about the uh, Q-tip comment. There could be some conversation about that for your brother. He uses probably 500 Q-tips a month. <laughs> so, there you go. So I know he goes to Sam's a lot, and I'm wondering, does he buy like a, some type of container, like a five-gallon bucket full of Q-tips when he's at Sam's? He probably does. Wow, that's awesome. A Q-tip abuser. He's a Q-tip abuser. Who can use that many Q-tips in a month? That's interesting. Actually, Shane, he has bought the 1500-pack at Sam's, and it lasted a few months. I wonder if there's ever been an intervention for someone who's addicted to Q-tips. Um... Maybe we can make it a first. 318 Radio KT, I'm going to echo that for Ike. And uh, what's the update on Uncle Fred? I was wondering where, uh, is he still having the baritis? So yeah, it's been a couple days since I heard from Uncle Fred. Last I heard, he um, had just gotten over a case of the bear flu. And... You know, it was really rough, I heard. Um, 
I heard that he barely made it. So I'm guessing he's just kind of getting his energy back and, you know, maybe taking it easy a little bit. Um, I'm not really familiar that much with the bear flu. You know, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not really qualified to talk about it. I do know this, though. If he has been cooped up in that house for a long time, he's probably... Well, he's probably going crazy and driving my aunt crazy, and it's probably just, uh, it's probably just pandemonium over there. So, I have a feeling we'll be hearing, we'll be hearing from Uncle Fred pretty soon. Alright, well, before I forget, let me go ahead and wrap this one up. So I like to use this little wrap-up wrap, wrap up segment to kind of reflect on the things I've talked about today on Anchor, and really just to try to think of anything I might have learned over the day and, and kind of point that out. And what I've learned today, well, it's not so much what I've learned, but what I've remembered is that uh, really what makes Anchor so much fun is all of you guys and your call-ins and comments and the interactions and... So not only have I been slacking with my own station lately, I've been slacking on interacting with you guys on your stations, and I'm going to get better at that, I promise. So, uh, anyway, I've had a lot of fun today. Looking forward to uh, finishing out the rest of this week on Anchor. Already got something planned for tomorrow, which I uh, am excited to be able to talk about. So be sure to tune in tomorrow. Thank you guys again for listening. Thank you for the call-ins, the claps, the comments. And, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Talk to you tomorrow. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.